Welcome to JudoCast Deep Dive. I'm your host as always, Jude. If you were to start skateboarding today, the first place you would have to go to was probably the local skate shop. The skate shop is probably the biggest hub for finding new spots, clothing, decks, and gear for you and your board. Lately, skateboarding has been starting to go a bit mainstream, from sneakerheads going up to the closest skate shop to try and grab a pair of Nike SB Dunks, to it becoming an official Olympic sport at Tokyo 2021, with the best of the best going in from Aori Nishimura to Adam Hopkins. But going back to skate shops, what was the foundation for skate shops and how does that relate to the 1950s? For this episode of JudoCast, I'm going to be exploring the history and I'll also be featuring an interview with Michelle from Antisocial Skate Shop. If you were to go back in time to the 1950s, skateboarding did not exist. Street skating started in the 1980s, mainly with Rodney Mullen, and vert skating started in the late 1970s in Munich, Germany. But I think the countercultures of the 50s and 60s led to modern skating, from the creation of rock and roll, which later evolved into Thrasher magazine and punk music, to the more absurdist and abstract art movements that can also align with the decks and the companies that we see today to skateboarding as a sport and what helped it create into skateboarding? The most obvious answer would be rollerblading and roller skating, but I believe those comparisons are pretty surface level from the fact that the only comparisons you can really go to are the fact that they both ride on wheels and that they both occupy skate parks. But other than that, the sports are pretty unlike each other and their attitudes and people's attitudes to them were very different over time. I think the more direct and overall predecessor to skateboarding would probably be motor racing and BMX. BMX is actually what Rodney Mullen did before he skateboarded, and I think that a lot of the tricks and the attitudes towards tricks on the trails there have really helped turn the tricks into skateboarding into something. And I think with motor racing, the attitudes of the extreme sports of those times of go as fast as you can and try and do the best in a very tight-knit community really helped um, go into skateboarding and into what it is today. And I think another important thing to bring up is that in the 1960s, actually, uh, modern skateboarding modern snowboarding was introduced and I think that that was also a helping factor as that is pretty much seen as a close cousin to skateboarding and most snowboarders also skate and most skaters also snowboard with the tricks that you can do often very similar to each other from methods and Japan's and other stuff. Now I'm going to go into my interview with Michelle from Antisocial Skate Shop. Antisocial is probably one of the best skate shops in Vancouver and has a lot of great gear and overall is probably a really unique skate shop that you can't find anywhere else.
So I think my first question would be, how do you think Vancouver's multiculturalism has affected skating here? Like having all the different parts of cultures. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Um, that's a weird question. It's a I think um, I don't know if Vancouver has anything to do with our skate scene being multicultural or I don't know. What's the question? How's the question? I'll just go to the next question. It's a bit of a complicated question. So I think COVID has affected a lot of stuff, but one of the big things it affected was comps. Like I mean, Coping Bash went online, all the big annual stuff. What got cancelled? Do you think that really impacted how um, up and coming skaters and do you think it impacted them and just the scene overall? Um, events, like COVID and events? Events and just with COVID overall and stuff. Um, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think, can you hear me? Is it working? Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that COVID didn't have, I mean, yes. <laughs> there was there was an impact of not having events and made people like not be able to get together and obviously throughout all aspects of the world but for skateboarding I don't think it affected people's like skateboarding ability like it just made it yeah. not as fun to get together in big groups but I think everyone got to skate even more this year than ever before yeah uh, I think another question I have would be questions um the do you think indoor skating like there was the ramp at Granville Island in February and March do you think that really impacts uh who you see skating or is it just the same thing um I think different spaces bring different people out and they feel more comfortable I think a space like Granville Island is really important because we did have a program so it helped people feel comfortable and gave them space to be there with their friends and people that they feel comfortable skating with. So I think having spaces like that is important. Yeah, and uh, I think my last question would be, what's your favorite spot in Vancouver to skate at? Um, right now, that's funny because I just had to fill out the Vancouver Skateboard Strategy yeah. um, for, um, survey and I got to check off. I, want, I checked off the courts because I really like skating the courts because of the DIY aspect and everything's small and fun and it's kind of always changing and it's not just a concrete fixture. Yeah. So I quite enjoy the courts. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's all the questions I have. So oh, that's it. yeah. And that was my interview with Michelle from Antisocial Skate Shop. I really want to thank her for doing the interview and I really appreciate it. And now that that interview is conducted, I want to start to close out the episode. I think that overall skateboarding, as a sport, hasn't majorly changed, but I think the culture is always evolving. New designs, new ways to direct skate videos, new ways to skate, and use the obstacles around you to skate. And with that all out of the way, I want to finally go out and skate. Thanks for listening to this episode of JudoCast, and see ya!